Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll. And tonight I'm joined by my good friends, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and the one, the only, Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. Boys, we are here on the Royal Geek Podcast to review and discuss Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, the newest Marvel property, the newest Marvel movie, straight to movie theaters around the world. Uh, I am so fired up to talk about this movie with y'all. How we doing? Yeah, great, man. Uh, we saw it opening night, Thursday. It was it was amazing. Um, a good theater experience that uh, we had, that's yeah, for it was, sure. It was, it was a good theater experience. Yeah. Did you have a good theater experience, Shimano? Yeah, was it, it was pretty rowdy. Yeah. yeah. Plenty of people or no? Uh, it, there were... There were a, Decent amount of people. It was like probably half full, which okay. is a lot for like you know the times being right now. Yeah, right. Yeah, ours was almost full. Right. Uh, it was with the exception of like the first three rows yeah. because it's IMAX right. and in America they put uh, the first three rows literally up on the screen. Like you can like almost touch the screen and the yeah. screen's massive. So I, why would anyone want to sit there? Yeah. Um, so aside from that, it was pretty much full. Yeah, and it was it was it got rowdy a couple times. It did. Man. It so did get rowdy. It was good. Man. Uh, real quick, just a little order of business. Um, you know, to all of our listeners, thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to it. And if you wouldn't mind leaving a five-star review on Apple, if you're an Apple listener, that would really help us out tremendously as we are trying to grow our network and grow our fan base. Also, sharing these episodes really helps us uh, as well. Um, spoiler warning, <laughs> we are going to talk in, in great detail about this epic film. So this is uh, your official spoiler warning. Everything else from here on out, um, you know, you might want to pause this, go see the movie, and come on back. All right, boys. This movie was freaking incredible. It really yeah. was, man. It was it was beautifully choreographed. It yeah. was like the the visuals were amazing, stunning. Like it, everything about this movie was great. Yeah. It like exceeded my expectations. Oh, for by sure. A lot. Like easily. I, I was. I was, um, I had, you know, pretty decent, maybe even high expectations naturally, but it blew me away. It really blew me away. Absolutely. Yeah, it really, it was, I mean, it was, it was really well paced. It, 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 it um, moved really well. The only, the, I would say the only little thing that I was slightly. Ooh, negative stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, go yes. ahead, go ahead, go the ahead. The only thing I would say is the way they built the villain and everything like that, um, I was so once uh once the this version of the Mandarin was kind of taken down, the fight with the actual villain was a little bit meant a little less to me. Like I felt like there was so much with his father and everything like that that once he was done, the actual like villain villain didn't feel as big to me hmm. because I liked the story with his father better. Mm, I don't know. I I was really nervous that that dragon was gone. That he had sucked the entire life force out of the dragon. I really, yeah. I really thought it was over. Like, and I figured they would have found some other way, of course, to to sol- to solve the problem. But I thought the dragon was gone. And then for me, just seeing how he completely destroyed that, whatever that monster thing was. I mean, it just it just looked. I mean, I feel like you're. I felt like I was watching like Dragon Ball Z for a little bit. You know, like he's <laughs> he's like jumping and flying in the air, and I mean, it's just crazy. And I wasn't. I'm. I'm not saying the fight wasn't really cool to watch. I just like I didn't feel as much for that final boss. 
because you were I saying, felt, yeah, you were saying like they built up his dad really well. Yes, um, and that that's who you wanted the focus to stay on. Yes, okay. I, I, I love I love that, and I, I could see what yes. you're saying there. Um, I disagree because I still I, I still thought I saw the value in the in the the fight of the true like, yeah. the villain whatever right because that was the one that was manipulating. Um, his dad was like speaking to him and saying that that he was looking for yeah. need to get his wife out of the gate. Um, yeah, and that monster, the first thing he does when he gets out of that gate is kill him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> just like, how jacked up. up is that, bro? <laughs> There's like a lot of other people you can go kill first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, well, we just jumped right to the end of the movie. So I hope you guys enjoyed the movie. Thanks for listening to the Royal Geek <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> no, boys. Seriously, I'm gonna go ahead and throw out a little hot take real quick. I think. We may have just witnessed the best origin story movie in the MCU. I, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I could see it. Yeah, I mean, you could argue Iron Man for sure. You could nah, certainly argue Guardians of the Galaxy. This movie has and Iron Black Man Panther. And Black Panther yeah. beat. Yeah, man. But th- this is this was fantastic. Yeah, man. Um, it really was, and just being able to. Introduce the uh, brand new character twenty five movies in like yeah. it's just it, you feel like it, you shouldn't be successful with that but Marvel just finds a way to keep things fresh and new and exciting and like the fight scenes in this were at a whole other level and it was it was mainly due to the execution of the the lead the lead actor and yep. uh, it. It was phenomenal, man. Just watching yep. him just develop and grow um, right before our eyes on this movie screen, and yep. it was just—it was amazing. Well, I think it was—it's really important to with what you were saying there um, about the the fight scenes and everything like that. This is the first time we've really seen a lot of like true, um, of course, martial arts, but a lot of like true hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, because. Like a lot of the other heroes, except for maybe like Captain America, a lot of it is CGI, and a lot of it is you're doing a lot of stuff, a lot of weapon fighting and stuff like that. But this was so much more like up close and um, hand to hand than most other versions that we've seen in the superhero realm, because most superheroes have powers. They're you know they're using you know whatever you know they're using a hammer or they're using their shield or you know using. Um, you know, some other item to fight, whereas this brought it a lot closer and, um, you know, a lot, lot tighter on the combat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Here's, here's, a, here's my question. Yeah, go for First it. First Amato, what was your favorite fight in the whole movie? Fight scene? Because uh-huh. I, I think I know what it was. I mean... I mean, I got to go with the bus fight. Yes, I, like, I, I, I knew it. it. I knew it. it. Listen, I'm sitting next to Justin last night <laughs> in the middle of that bus, that bus fight, and I and I I leaned over to him. I said, "Shimato is loving this scene. I guarantee it." <laughs> yeah, it was an awesome, yeah. awesome fight scene. Uh, well, I mean, obviously because it was close quarters. Yes. And, yep. and you 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 love a good hallway scene. I'm a I'm a hallway scene guy too. Yeah. But the bus is like the moving hallway. Like it was amazing. <laughs> Um, uh, for me, like when I was watching the bus scene, like when we knew it was coming because they said, Oh, we got to go catch our bus. We saw it in the trailer. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. And then you see the dude in the back. Oh yeah. The Romanian. They call him the Romanian later. (laughs) You see, you see him in the back. We know this. Yeah. Razor fist. I love it. Um, but, but what I was going to say was that was a cool scene in the trailer. Right. And so I'm like, Oh, they're, they're leading with this. This is a fight scene right now. Right. Like, okay, that's cool. And then that fight scene happened in the bus. And I was like, man, that's my favorite fight. How are they going to top that? And then like 20 minutes later, they're on the scaffolding. Oh, that was so good. And that was an amazing fight. And I was like, 
that's my favorite fight. And then later on in the movie, you have more like more fights, and I'm like, okay, so each fight outdid itself. And then the, for me, like the final battle, I was like, okay, that was my favorite fight. Because, like <laughs> it literally like progressed, and yeah. every fight was my favorite. So. so you know what I loved about the bus scene is I love when when you have a character in any any movie or you know show that is kind of has like a secret you know badass background, right. you know, where they're an incredible fighter, but they. They don't ever tell their friends about it. And whenever the reveal happens, I love that kind of scene. So yeah. on the on the bus, when Katie's like just dumbfounded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's just like wiping the floor with these guys. Yeah. Like I love like an awesome reveal like that. And yeah. on top of it, just the scene was good and it was long. It was, yeah. And I mean it had it had so much drama and the music. Good night. The freaking music for throughout yeah. the whole movie, the whole but on movie, this, but yeah. on this bus scene too, the music and the streamer, the guy on his yes. phone. Yes, I mean, dude, I love. Oh yeah, it. He, he was hilarious. And, and then, um, of course, Katie picking up the role of Sandra Bullock in Speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. loved it, man. Yeah. Yes, they're going through San Francisco with no yeah. breaks. Oh my gosh, it was it was great, man. Like yes. it, it was fun. The fight scenes were fun too. Yeah. Like you never knew like what was coming next and what moves he was going to do. And like, he ended up doing always some crazy acrobatic, like off the wall flips and it, it just fit, man. It, yeah. it just really got you pumped up. Did you tell you some of my favorite parts of it were just, were like the, almost like the pseudo fights that they actually had. Um, like when the father first meets the mother, like, uh, and yes. when the dance, <clears throat> yes. And even when Shang-Chi is learning from his aunt and like the way it, it really is, it's more like a dance yeah. than a true, than a, than a true fight. And I love the, I don't know, the, the underlying tones, especially in the father mother fight. I love, I love the underlying tones of what was actually mm-hmm. happening in the story that it was telling outside of what was actually happening on screen. Yeah, see, I I agree 100% with what you said. Like, but the the downfall of that to the general audience, like, I had some people who I was sitting over to my left, and they were, like, laughing at that. I'm like, dude. Laughing at what? Laughing at the fact that, like, it looked more like a dance with the the, when. um, I wish you would have told me. We would have beat him up right there. Exactly, right? (laughs) Like, when father met the mother, right? Yeah, yeah. uh, When they give them those looks at each other. Like, I could hear, like, to my left, like, people being, like, like, giggling and laughing. Like, this is, like, lame. But But in my interpretation, I'm with you, Shimato. Yeah. Like I'm I'm watching this like love story yes. kind of play out being told through this choreography. So yeah, well, I if, mean, you, if you're an old man and you've been living for, you know, thousands of years and you find this beautiful woman who whoops your ass <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like is there gonna be anything more like <laughs> that's gonna get your juices going better than that, bro? And, like, and then on top well and, and top point. of the, the way she was <laughs> she didn't just beat him up. She was playful while beating him up. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't like... She was she, toying with him. Yes, exactly. She threw it him was, in the water. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you could tell very much it was, you know, they were fighting, but she didn't really want to hurt him when she was doing what she was doing. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. And I really liked how the story was told. Um, yeah. Like, they, obviously, they started off... Yeah, um, yeah, okay, let's go here. Yeah, like, the way they bounced around. The way they went from present time to flashbacks. The flashbacks, I, I, it was a good I, yeah, mix. Yeah, it was a, mi- a very good mix. And like for example, um, when we go when we first meet him and they're at, um, valet in cars, and then that part of the present plays out, and then they get on the airplane, and then he's telling the story when he was younger, yeah, and then yeah. they get inter- interrupted by, by the, the flight, flight attendant. attendant. Yeah. yeah, and then that's yeah. that's when it was the back to present day, which I, I love. I love that part. Yeah, yeah, I, I did love some of those things. It, there are multiple moments where I 
made me think of Louise from from the Ant Man series, yeah. where like like when they get cut in the airplane, like that felt like a a Louise moment. Um, when they were explaining certain things, it sounded like a like um, when they're meeting their friends the second time at the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. felt like a Louise yes, moment, yeah. like yes. where that could have been totally just Louise standing there and just spitballing about what just happened. You know, yeah. I felt like it could have been like that. Um, and I love the little, like, the juxtaposition of, you know, him growing up and you're like, oh, and you, like, you're, you're thinking it's going to be him. You think it's going to be, he, he, he become rich in San Francisco. And no, no, he's <laughs> no, just parking no. cards. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, that's I, good too. I, I really love the story. Um, I, you know, in the, in the Asian community, like the whole honor and shame culture with your parents, it's a big deal. And it's, it's you know, I mean, you got Pops over here who is almost desperate for his son to, you know, he wants his son to be the future, to take over. You even see him, you know, talking about, um, it might have been when he was like a teenager and he sent him off for his like first real mission. Yeah, when he was 14. When he was 14, yeah. Uh, Where he was like, if you want the rings to, um, you know, be yours one day, you got to be strong or something. Yeah, he's strong enough to carry him. Yeah, yeah, and just just the amount of pressure. Like, something I got from the story and the way they told it is, man, there was immense pressure, so much so that he ne- that he he neglected his sister. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, the way they were telling the story, they they were close, like when they were yeah. younger. Yeah. Um, but he then, just bailed on her. Yeah, he bailed yeah. on her. Yeah. Well, and, and I love how you know they they kind of layer in like the pressure, and it like builds mm-hmm. all the way to the end. And actually, like the biggest moment is actually like almost you know three quarters of the way through the movie when you see the father go back and get revenge on the group of people who killed the mother. And then he's like, he's like, I need your help with this blood oath. And you find out this is why, cause you, cause you're kind of like, yeah, he's his dad and he gets back into it. And then he like puts him through all this training. But then at the end, they give you this moment of, Yes, it was his because of his dad, but it's really because of the pressure that his dad's putting on to him to live up to be able to live up to his mother's memory is really what he was doing to right. him in that moment because he's like, you are well on me with this journey, not just because you are my son, but because you are your mother's son, uh, which I felt like getting that revenge and lo- looping in that blood oath, I felt like it was just a little moment, but it like – added all that extra pressure onto him. So it made more sense of why he followed the path for as long as he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember just before this movie even came out, like leading up to it, there's, there was a lot of like controversy surrounding it, like based on uh, just like uh, no one's going to go out and watch like an all Asian movie. Um, but then like after watching this movie, like how could you not watch yeah. this movie? Dude, man? I know. Like this movie. I'm like, I'm like tempted to tell everyone I know, like this. You have to see this. Yeah, no, yeah. Th- yeah this is a must see in yeah. my mind for, uh, especially if you're a Marvel fan. Like even if you're not a Marvel fan, like for me, like I grew up watching a lot of martial arts movies, a lot of kung fu movies, yeah. and this had a lot of those tones to it, um, which brought like the big nostalgia feels to, to for me um, when I was watching this movie because I was like, especially like first off seeing um, his his auntie Michelle Yao, yeah. um, she. Uh, was in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That was like one of my favorite movies uh, when I was younger, and like just watching her in the, the role, like in Shang Chi. Yeah, it was amazing. It was just it brought back so many uh, great mm-hmm. memories, and like just those fight scenes alone are just 
uh, they're so good, man. Yeah, they really. Yeah, are. Even the, in the the bus scene when like he takes his jacket off and he oh, twists, yes. And he, yes, it felt like uh, Jackie Chan and Rush yes. Hour. Oh yeah, that's with exactly the, with that. the steering wheel, you yes. know, like when he's like yes. fighting with yeah. the steering wheel. Rush and stuff Hour, like Rush Hour Two. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, gosh, dude. dude but though he takes his jacket off, and then he puts it back on yes. too, and then he yeah. like, just pops his collar. Yes. Dude, I love it, man. <laughs> I love it, man. Dude, it's great. I can't wait to see like him like spar off with other people in the universe too. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's going to be... Because he's... Um, all right, so he left when he was, what, 14 or 15? And Pop said... 14, yeah. Pop said he gave him 10 years to live his life. So he's young. He's like 24, 25 years old. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where yeah where he's at. So it's wild. And then all the mystical stuff, right? The big lions and the, the freaky yeah. beasts. I and didn't... The, I mean, like, when they were talking about it in the beginning of the movie, and I was like, huh, I wonder if they're actually going to go there, what they're going to show, like that kind of stuff. And yeah. then when they... When they did it, like I wasn't actually like blown away. I was like, "Yeah, this this is cool." It you know what sense. got me? You know what got me? What's that? Is in the trailers, I was like, "Oh, that scene where the lions are coming out." Like that's that's got to be a flashback to yeah. like millennium ago. You know? Yeah. Nope. And it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> like yes, it's in a different kind of dimension. Sure, fair enough. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's current. Yeah. But they spend like tw- not only that, they spend like twenty minutes there. Like oh, a yeah. minimum, like yeah, like it's probably it's probably significantly longer than that even. But it's like the fact the, the amount of time that there's not just they go there and it's like oh a five minute scene you see a bunch of animals stuff like that. Like that is a large part of the movie where they spend in this um, whatever it is, whatever pocket dimension or whatever it may be. Yeah, and uh, what is it like a like a lot of different creatures? Like there's yeah. like a horse looking things. There's like a lion looking things. Like yeah, it's. Every there's nine tails, cr- nine tails with it yeah. there, bro. <laughs> yeah, seriously, yes. they oh, had, yeah, like yeah. Pokemon there. Yeah, different, yeah. yeah, different looking Pokemon, man. It was awesome. It was amazing. All right, and to we see. can't talk. We we can't forget the 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 surprise star of this film. Oh boy, Trevor, yeah. Trevor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude, what what were y'all thinking seeing Trevor come back on the on the big screen? Man, this dude just has like nine lives. Yeah. <laughs> How is he still alive? Yeah, I bro? was I was thinking the same thing, but they explained it very well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, uh, the Mandarin kept him alive because uh, he thought he was funny. And yeah, yeah. He put on performances for him, right? He's like yeah. his jester, yeah. like his jester. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I know, and he was deep. funny. Uh, it almost reminded me of. Do you remember the movie Tropic Thunder? Oh, of course. And he ends up like he he shows he, he, so he does simple like, Jack. Yeah, he is simple Jack. Simple Jack. Like yeah. literally, it was like that's what it reminded me of. Was like that moment of like you're with. You go, you end up with these people, and then because of your your acting prowess, you end up becoming a well, basically like a like Aquafina said, a court gesture. Yeah, there gesture you go. for for them to where he's doing these just crazy roles and things like that. Um, so, but he was he was phenomenal. I I, I love that they like kept him as who he is for real. Yeah. Instead of putting him into anything else, I mean, I would have loved to have seen some sort of idea where he. You know, it's taken over by the body of the Mandarin or something like that. But I love the fact that they, if they were going to keep him as Trevor Slattery, they played into his ridiculousness in the way that yeah. we have that, that we have seen him and made him this huge joke of a person. Yeah, yeah, and, and his it, buddy Mares. Yes, more, yeah, Mares. <laughs> <Morris, laughs> <right>? Yeah, <laughs> I love it, dude. And that he's so he. I mean, he's officially redeemed in my eyes. Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, and the I, way he was talking about how he was like tricked into like working for an actual terrorist. Yeah, be, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so man, it was so good. Yeah, um, and, and then just, and just pl- throughout the film, he played dead yeah, later. He, yes, yeah. he played dead. And he's like, now Morris played dead too. Like, yeah, <laughs> and he did. I loved oh it, man. Gosh. It was so good. Um, 
So two two things that stood out to me that I thought like were just shot and filmed like beautifully. Okay, yep. so um, when Aquafina's character Katie is falling off of the building like on the on bamboo stick and it's bending over, yep. and yep. he sees her. And he makes a beeline for her and, like, just the moves of dodging all these people and, yep. like, in and out. And, like, he like he's flipping over railings and he's, like, dipping in and out. And uh, just the way that was shot and filmed, like, that, it was incredible to see. And then he misses her and then he falls down. Sister catches her, right? Uh-huh. That, that yep. part, I mean, awesome still. But just the way that scene was filmed. And then the uh, a parallel to that, it is the end scene. Um, when he refuses to let go of his sister um, because he let her go in the past before, yeah. and the dragon that they're hanging on to is about to get the soul sucked out. Yep. And Aquafina shoots him in the throat, and uh, and then therefore it gets the soul back. And then he uses the ten rings and like runs up the dragon, flipping, yeah. doing all these like like the camera, the way it's following him. It's like it's trailing him and to the side and just he's doing the flips and maneuvers like it was so beautiful, man. Like while I was watching, I was like, yeah. this looks crisp, clean. And like this is such a tightly filmed movie. Yeah. Like it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. For, for me, uh, the, like probably the two biggest things for me were the use of uh, foreshadowing. Like I felt like it was they, used, they did a great job of leading into a lot of things, really. But one of the big things was. The reveal that he had actually gone through on the hit, like I felt like they did a great job of foreshadowing as he was going through that he had actually gone through with it, even though he originally said no. But you could tell by the way that he said it that there was some leeway there. And the second one was the foreshadowing of his sister, and I felt like the whole time you were like, although she was doing the the good thing, you could see the path being laid laid for her, for her to take over the ten rings. Which is the ending of, of course, the end credit of her taking over the throne of her father and like her becoming, basically setting him up for potentially the next villain is going to be his sister. He's going to have to fight his sister. Yeah, the sequel uh, yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, and then the just the family dynamic. I love the family great dynamic. family dynamic. And I felt like they did a great job of building interesting and complex characters with his especially his mother and his father. Like, I felt like they weren't straightforward in any way um, when they were showing them. Like, the father was, he was deep. He was, you know, I think there was, it would have been very easy for them to take his father's character and just be like, he's this ambition-driven person who just wanted all this power and what he was to begin with until he meets the mother. And then he eventually, like, the playing back and forth with, him being toyed with, even though he's super powerful, he things were happening to him, and then you know, leaning back and forth, and him eventually making the ultimate sacrifice um, when he was killed. Yeah. So I, I just love, I love the way they built that family. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting that he gave Shang Chi ten years. He said to live his life because you know, I, it's just. And maybe it's because he actually went through with the hit, right? Maybe if he didn't, he would have been a little bit more upset with his son. But maybe he was just, I don't know, he like, he he went through with the hit and then he like let him leave for a while because he yeah. could have come and got him whenever he wanted. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm yeah, saying? Because he literally stated, I know where my children are all at all times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love that line. I know they said it in the trailer, but it just, it always hit, it hits so good in the movie. Yeah. Where he says, I told my men they couldn't kill you if they tried. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm glad I was right. You know, it was just so <laughs> yeah. sick. 
And he was about to kill the uh, the little mass ninja person who was uh, I don't know what that the name of that character is. But I don't know. Either. Yeah, I don't know but, either. Uh, the one that trained him, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. Which that person died like instantly with those oh, mythical yeah, beasts, I know. like yes. wiped, like soul got sucked right out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that Instantly. was yeah, crazy. They, they kind of used it as like a as a throwaway to turn everybody to the same side, uh-huh. like yeah. which was funny. That, that was, was a good beat. Yeah, he's like, uh, we sh- we should work together. Yeah. <laughs> right after being so proud, proud and yeah. arrogant. Gosh. Um, yes, just just fantastic. So now the MCU I- has a razor fist uh, to go along with taser phase. Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes. I love it, man. Maybe um, they're building their own dodgeball team over there. <laughs> I I wonder about um, his sister and the... F- so it said at the end, the Ten Rings will, will return. return. Yeah. yeah. Didn't say her. It said the Ten Rings. Yeah. She's in, um, she is the Ten Rings she, now. She's yeah. clearly running the, the operation. Uh, but we she still don't so know what cool. they're doing. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, she was great. She was so cool in that movie, man. Yeah. Um, I, the sister, like... Confidence, man. Yeah, like in the trailers, you Composure. don't really you don't really see anything. You just no. see her make like one little. Yeah, the, that's it. You don't really yeah. see that anything else about her in the trailers. But then, like when she's, you she's don't see a, any depth in the trailer. No, at no, all. none. But then she's like the one of the main focal points and main characters of this movie. And she was so good, man. I loved it. Yep. And so I, I don't know what what's next for the Ten Rings, right? Because I don't want to just assume that they're going to be like villainous. Like maybe they are, but I I couldn't really tell. Like it it had a different vibe. Yeah, it looked like maybe like okay, yes, yeah, she could have continued on the Ten Ring Ten Rings gang organization terrorist, right? Like she could have done that, or maybe she was just like continuing her empire of fighting That's right. underground That's what I fighting. Think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, uh, using that compound as a a base. A, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Well, look, we're 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 going into a direction in the MCU where there's a lot of. Anti-hero. There's a lot of blurred lines, right? Ooh, so this what if could she's just be, recruited. This could, ju- yeah, dude. This could just be another person that's not really an Avenger, not a hero, but they're yeah. they're not a villain either. Yeah. Um, but they're questionable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> questionable you know? intentions. Let's talk about that other uh, scene. Most credit scene. Yeah, the, the mid credit scene between oh, the um, uh, what do you call the the uh, animated yeah. graphics or the yeah. graphic. Credits, you know, like the nice kind of stuff. Yeah, the graphic design credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like the boring black and white credits. (laughs) All right, so we got Katie and and Shang-Chi who are like, are they at the Sanctum Sanctorum with with Wong? They're with Wong. Okay, they're with Wong, Mm -hmm. and they're looking at the Ten Rings, and they're like, they got a Zoom call with with Bruce, who's actually Bruce. He's not like, you know, Professor Hulk. And um, freaking Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, that one threw me, man. I, I told you last night, I was like, I was not expecting to see Captain Marvel yeah. at all. I mean, I wasn't expecting to see Bruce either, but it just threw me for a loop. And I was so intrigued how Wong, who like knows about the freaking Infinity Stones, right? Yeah. Has no idea what these rings yeah. are. Yeah, exactly. No one does. He, he looks puzzled. No one does. Bruce has no idea. No. She's never seen anything like it. Blew me away. Yeah. So she, she'd be the one that I would think would know if yeah, anyone did. Exactly. So what the frick does that mean? <laughs> so and they were, and it had like a, a beacon. They said it looked like a, to me it looked like a heartbeat. Like yeah, a, yeah. But they were calling it a beacon. Yeah. And so, to to where we don't know. Shimada's got a theory. So my my theory is that people have been talking about the possibility of the dragon thing fang foom, and what I think is my idea is that the dragon on Earth is not thing fang foom. Didn't look like that, him, but, yeah. but he is of the same race as Fing Fang Foom, and the Ten Rings 
when they were put onto him, is calling out to Fing Fang Foom. So he is going to setting him potentially up to be also a potential villain of another because it's a beacon to call him to Earth mm-hmm. to interact with the Ten Rings. Okay. Uh, you know, I could get behind that because um, I honestly thought we were going to see Fing Fang Foom in this yeah. movie. Um, but I'm fine if you want to bring him in for a sequel. Yeah. I, it would make sense. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay, I like that, man. That's good. Um, or because they brought in Captain Marvel and Bruce Banner, like, or is it something bigger in the MCU yep. as far as that's going to take on, like, take everybody? Like, maybe what if it's, like, Galactus or something like that, to, like, where uh, it's calling yep. out to him to come yep. and I, the, I think the there world is, a is big enough now for him to eat or something I like do that. think it's, like, I, I think there is a possibility that Captain Marvel was just there to show the otherworldly nature of what it was. And that's how I saw her in that scene, was she was, you know, they bring, all the, so they have this mystical person in Wong be like, oh, I don't know uh, what this is. Got it, science. Bruce Banner yep. is the science version. He's like, I don't know what this is. not vibranium. <laughs> and, yeah, and then, then you have the outer space person to yeah. just create the... Like the, the cosmic. The, yeah, the, the, just how big, how cosmic the nature of the Ten Rings are so that when Fing Fang Foom shows up, it's a huge thing. Yeah, okay, all right, I like it. Gosh, I want to see the movie again. And then, and yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to. Uh, yeah. But then the scene actually finishes with like, okay, oh my yeah, gosh, you like, like okay, go and get some rest, right? Yeah, go get some rest, and you guys are tired, and then, and then they're like, or yeah. and then they're yes. karaoke, and then they do karaoke with Wong, and okay. I loved every second of it, man. The second part was actually I was a touch disappointed by the karaoke at the end because I was hoping. I was okay with Hotel California, but I was hoping it would split to something by Beyonce and just have Wong oh, just yes. go off yes. <laughs> singing Beyonce. That would have been good. That, that would have been, been, good. That been a, a cherry on top there. <laughs> yes. Um, but I think that part of the post credit scene like is probably ranked as one of my favorite post credit oh. scenes. Easily. And it was long. I told you yeah, it, was it was a long, long one, yeah. too. It was a long yeah, scene. It was like five minutes, I think. But uh, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was amazing. I loved it. It was, yep. it was hysterical. And just like, again, we're in a new age. You know, like the Avengers... Like, there's not like a – how do I describe this? I, I think I told, uh, like, my wife when we were driving home, it's like, you know, I want to know what the relationships are with all the heroes, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. clearly, Dr. Strange – or, you know, Wong and Carol Danvers and Bruce can get a meeting whenever they need to, yeah. Yeah. right? Even though Bruce doesn't have her number. Um, but it's like, who's calling the shots? Is there somebody in charge? Is there direction? Is there, it seems like there's just free communication. Well, we just, we just don't know yet, you know, like, and there's not like a clear, you know, there's no Nick Fury. I mean, Nick Fury's probably somewhere. He is somewhere. Uh, but it's not like back in 2012 when there was like a clear direction. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like back in age of Ultron where there was like a, you know, an Avengers compound. Like, I just don't know what the context is for yeah. anything, right? Yeah. Like, who's yeah. all connected yeah. still? Who, who is this strong enough personality to really drive the Avengers right now? Because the two strongest personalities for leadership roles, one of them's dead, and one of them's, like, a shriveled on old the man. Moon. <laughs> on the moon. Possibly on the moon. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah. it's like, you know, who is... 
you know, is it just this free for all? Like, is this all going to be leading up to somebody taking on that mantle? Like, it, it, it kind of appears like Wong is because first off, like he's he, all over the place. He was. What's yeah. he doing with Abomination? Yeah, by exactly. The way? Yeah, I was getting ready to go there. Like, so Wong and Abomination fight, and then afterwards they're in the locker they're having room. Having tea, a cuppa. Yeah. Yeah, they're having oh, some yeah. tea. They're hanging out. They're hanging out, and then he says, "Pull your punches better next time." And then they like both go in the same sling ring, and like, what was that going? <laughs> like, what was happening yeah, there? I, yeah, what I don't know was Wong like, is he getting extra money on this? Like, was that all that was? I was or just was hustling? It? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, but why abomination? Well, like, and like, keep this in mind. Like, he just at the end of the movie, like, is talking to Bruce. And, but he's also hanging out with Abomination and doing, like, yeah. MMA fighting. Yeah, maybe he's... And what was he doing in what the t- um, Spider-Man trailer where he had to leave? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like... That's right. <laughs> Wait, I don't know, man. That's crazy. <laughs> Bermuda, <Yeah>. baby. <laughs> also, would... are, are we 100% sure that that was actually Abomination? Yes. That yes. was Abomination. Yeah, Kevin yeah. Feige confirmed. Okay, okay. Yeah, he yeah. actually he said it's more Wong. fish than... That's, well, in the comic books, that's okay. actually what his accurate looks like. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and Feige said, like, when the trailer came out and people were wondering if that was Wong and, and Abomination, he, he confirmed that it was both okay. of them. So, what the frick is that, yeah, man? man. Like, so, I, like, what if Wong is, like, that guy, though? Like, the <laughs> center point. The, the, no. Because the, the, he can be everywhere. He literally yeah, can be everywhere. yeah. He wouldn't be the the focal head leader, but I could see him being like the Jarvis, you know, mm-hmm. like a like he's he's got his hands and everything. He's do, he's he's doing the dirty work, but there's somebody who's in charge. Maybe it's Captain Marvel. Maybe it's or Doctor Strange. Or would even more like a Coulson. Sure, yeah. even that. Yeah, I mean, just somebody who who does all the the heavy lifting in the background. But I, there's yep. there's got to be. A, it would make sense for it to be Doctor Strange because. Mainly because of just his abilities, but also he's Benedict Cumberbatch, you know? Right, yeah. I think there was supposed to be, and this is another sad point, but, like, I think T'Challa was supposed to be a major, major leader in the future of the MCU. And I think, like, in the comics, there's some some beef that T'Challa and even Captain Marvel have because, like, they have conflicting desires. Yeah. Like, T'Challa's way more focused on Earth, and Captain Marvel's way more focused on the cosmic stuff. Yeah. And so I, I just, you know, again, they obviously are not going to be going that route, unfortunately. Um, but I just want to know more of, like, you know, is, is Shang-Chi an Avenger now? Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it kind of made it sound like. Right. Uh, welcome to the circus. Yes, welcome yeah. to the circus. But, they, but that's, they even, even that, it's like they didn't say, you're yeah. Avenger now, kid, you know? So this actually kind of made me believe that Shang-Chi is going to be either in Doctor Strange or even in Spider-Man No Way Home, like, for at least a little bit. Really? I don't know, That'd man. Like, just the fact that he, the, he was there with Wong, like, I mean, why not? Maybe Okay, he's just here's what out. I'll say. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. There's no more Mjolnir, right? There's no more, uh, well, I guess Captain Shield is still in the picture. Yeah. Um, but the Ten Rings, bro, those things oh, wow. are okay. a powerful weapon. Yeah. I mean, Stormbreaker's still there, though. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. But, like, but, but yes, these they things are. were, did you see, like, he was jumping and, like, in midair stepping on them yeah. like steps. Like, this, yeah. this man even, could do he you He even do used them a little differently than his dad yeah, did, did, too. And uh, I, th- I mean... It looked that visually scene they stunning. They were all like revolving around him for the yeah. first time yeah. and like following his hand as he was doing the the same yes. motions that his mom did. Yes. Man, it's so good. Uh, yeah, and they did. Uh, that was another thing they did a great job of showing how he he it, it, through his story of understanding who he is 
and everything that was going along with that in the same way that he had to learn that self just for it being himself. It also was his way of being able to, to, um, you know, take his father's powers and his mother's abilities and meld them together to become better than they could be by themselves. Yeah, he did a good job of uh, taking the best of what his mom taught him and the best of what his dad taught him and actually using them together. Yeah, yeah it was beautiful. Mm. Such a freaking good movie. Oh, all right, what else? Anything? I mean, we should probably wrap up relatively soon, but anything else you guys want to discuss from Shang-Chi? Um, I, I know before the pod, you, um, Justin, you brought this up, but like Aquafina was just like on point. Like the oh, whole yeah, time, yeah. she was. <laughs> her comedic timing. Yeah, was her amazing. comedic timing. She was, you know, that great, you know, side friend. And she never really got in like the way of like the way the storyline was. Like everything that she was done, she fit with everything that was being done. Yeah. And like when they first went to, uh, when they first went to China and they go in the elevator and they come out and the guy's talking to her and she's like, oh, I don't, I don't speak uh, Chinese. And he's like, oh, don't worry, I speak, I speak ABCs. ABC. Yeah. <laughs> That's American born Chinese. It's, he speaks American born Chinese. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. She was, she was phenomenal the whole time. Um, Again, and, it, well, even her arc too, her character arc, and well, apparently now she's involved somehow with everything going on. She's in the future, a new Hawkeye, bro. Yeah, uh, oh, pff, get out of here, man! Come on, dude. We, she hit the. She dude, hit the, it's gonna be freaking. Uh, she hit the monster's throat from like yeah, a, a mile did. away, man. She yeah. did. Well, she's remarkable. gonna. Ha- she has some skills now, um, because she, you know, she has drive and determination. Her character developed a little bit, yeah, right? For sure. Um, but yeah, like the where she came from and like to where she ended up, it was it was pretty great to see. Yeah. Because uh, I mean. She literally saved the day. <laughs> yeah. And just all of Marvel, once again, another Marvel movie with incredible, perfectly timed humor. Like, all the beats were right on point yeah. the whole time. I, I don't know if there was one thing that didn't hit, like, in terms of, like, the comic relief and the funny moments, yeah. you know? No, I don't think. I mean, everything hit. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Our, our, our audience was pretty, you know... Rowdy at a couple times, a yeah. couple moments. So, oh, oh, well, here's something funny. The the guy sitting next to me, he was hilarious. Okay, so um, the scene where uh, the the monster came out of the the gateway, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, everything's crashing down and falling on him, right? The the guy next to me says, "See, she ain't in there." <laughs> We're talking about referring to his <laughs> wife yeah. being behind the gate. <laughs> you had to go um, punch it on that wall. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, hey, turn around. You do you oh, see all these things gosh, flying man. through the air? I, I, I chuckled a little bit there but yeah uh, he, he actually had a, a lot of good funny things to say mm-hmm. throughout the thing um i don't know whoever that guy was uh, shout, shout out, out that random guy yeah random guy you will funny probably comments. never listen to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh boys i am uh very impressed once again marvel knocked it out of the park another home run another great movie yeah soundtrack too man that soundtrack, soundtrack was Woo. bumping yeah loved it the whole time Great comedy, great action, great storyline, great mystery. Still, a lot of mystery. Yeah. Um. Again, just it was fantastic. I am a hundred percent okay with Marvel building the rest of their universe around Shang Chi from here. Like yeah. him being the focal point. I, I do it. Take the keys, man. It's it's your ride now. <laughs> Let's do it. I mean, yeah. They're they're going to be introducing other new characters too. You know, I mean, Eternals is coming out in a couple months. Oh, that yeah. was another thing. So. His his dad's like really old, like yeah. really old. Yes, these ten rings they don't know anything about him. Like, is there a chance that there's some sort of connection? I'm not saying he's an eternal because, you know, clearly he was messing around with things when he's you know you're not supposed to. But 
is there some sort of connection to Eternals and Deviants and all that kind of stuff? I, I mean, think there could be. Because I'm not saying there is, but a little like when they're walking in the hallway um, and they're looking at the, the she's telling the story of why their village exists and stuff. Yeah, uh, I, I, in my mind, I was like, oh, is this like setting up for the Eternals? Like, because. Um, that they protect from the deviants and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, are those they, monsters deviants? Yeah, like, exactly. Maybe they yeah, are. yeah, that's what I that's what I was thinking. So hmm. um, maybe, maybe not. It'd be pretty cool if it was connected somehow. We got to remember that Eternals was supposed to come out, I believe, before Shang Chi originally, right? I believe so. Yeah, I think so. Well, maybe not, but it all the delays of all. Like, nah, it's run all together. mixed up. Who yeah. knows? I'm all yeah. mixed up. All right, boys. Uh, we should probably wrap it up. Uh, well done, Marvel. Can't wait to watch it again. Can't wait for it to come out on Disney Plus so I can just yes. have it on yes. whenever I want. Um, There's at least like three scenes I would like watch over and over again. Yeah, I want to watch that bus scene again <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, and can't wait for the future, the, the next several movies to come. Uh, still got a busy year ahead of us, boys. We still got uh, the rest of What If... We still got Eternals. We still have Spider-Man No Way Home. We still have... Is Hawkeye still this year? It is, yes. Jeez. Okay, so we, we are busy, boys. We got a lot to cover here on the Royal Geek Podcast, and we want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in and uh, joining us for this, uh, this amazing ride. Um, we hope that you've enjoyed this conversation and um, the rest of the content that we've had um, covering Marvel and similar topics. Be sure to check out our review of episode four of What If. We dropped it uh, the same time we're dropping uh, this podcast covering Shang-Chi. And then next week, come on back for episode number five of What If. Um, just so much to talk about. And uh, we're glad that you have chosen to listen to us here on the Royal Geek Podcast. With all that in mind, for my good friends Justin and Anthony, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time. You peasants.